Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Achieve Depth Radio. These are the leading experts in energy, nutrition, water, health and human performance, fitness and personal medicine. If you're looking to maximize your mental, physical, athletic and professional performance, these are the experts for you. Achieve Depth Radio, this is not what's now, this is what's next. Achieve Depth Radio is brought to you by InDepthOils.com. In-Depth Oils full-spectrum FDA-approved organic hemp CBD oil. In-Depth Oils are grown on fertile land that has never been used for any agriculture and is therefore clean, has no pesticides or other poisons. Employees hand-plant the seeds, hand-pick the weeds, and hand-harvest the flower. We have a natural spring running through the farm that is fed by glacier melt up in the Colorado Rockies. And this exceptional water is the only water used on the farm to maximize the purity and quality of each and every drop that goes into all in-depth oil products. They truly may be the most pure and unprocessed oils on the market. Our plants experience the maximum love and in turn, they provide only the highest quality to our customers. Up until now, in-depth oils full spectrum CBD oil was only available to professional athletes who trust and use these oils to boost their immune system, speed up their recovery and maximize their performance. We have now released our small batch craft oils to the public, so you too can take advantage of the in-depth oil quality. Friends of Achieve Depth Radio Podcast save 15% off their purchase using coupon code RADIO15 at checkout. So head over to indepthoils.com and in the coupon code box, all lowercase letters, no spaces, R-A-D-I-O. One five. That's Radio 15 to save 15% on your total order. Achieve Depth Radio is also brought to you by TheVaultPerformance.com. The Vault is a performance and training center in Orlando, Florida that caters to professional and high-level amateur athletes competing in such sports as Major League Baseball, the PGA and LPGA Tours, the NBA and NFL. Dr. Brennan McLaughlin, Dr. Atai Varley, Luke Mackey of Golf Australia and the Victoria Institute of Sport, and I, Dr. Craig Davies, have brought the expertise and experience our professional and amateur athletes receive at The Vault Performance online to thevaultperformance.com. We're going to put our entire exercise library onto this platform where you can handpick to build your own daily fitness program. Whether you want a body weight only, band only, dumbbell, or even barbell only program, or any combination of these, you can click a few buttons and have your own program designed in minutes that you can use right at home. If you want, you can also select one of our professionally designed workouts and be into your workout within seconds. We will constantly update the exercise library and also add in special interviews and podcasts with celebrity trainers, athletes, and other experts on health, fitness, nutrition, and training. So go to thevaultperformance.com and select pre-sale and use coupon code RADIO999. That is RADIO999, all lowercase, no spaces, to get your monthly membership for only $9.99 a month and have access to all the exercises, the ability to build your own training program, or use one of the programs designed by one of our world-class training experts. That's thevaultperformance.com, the next generation in at-home training. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Craig Davies. We're back with another episode of Achieve Depth Radio, and I'm excited for today's uh, podcast. I'm joined by the CEO, founder of Sauna Space, uh, Brian Richards. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Craig. Hey, what, what do you got uh, wearing on your face there? What's that all about? 
I'm wearing um, a face mask that we manufactured uh, due to the coronavirus quarantine and the social distancing requirements. Sauna space is an essential business. You know, we make a portable health product people use at home. Yeah. So we needed, we, we, we want to stay open and, and also, you know, be as safe as possible. And we needed a face mask. You can't buy them anywhere. Yeah, you can't find not them anywhere. Any, you can't get them anywhere. Not us and not anybody else who's not like a hospital, basically. So we made our own. We found some patterns online. Now there's a huge nationwide effort for people making face masks, sewing at home. Yeah. And so we started making these. So I just wanted to show this is how we're working every day. Uh, we're actually going to start providing these to the community. We've already donated some to a local grocery store. Okay. Everyone from the cleaners to the plumbers to the grocery store people, they all need this. In fact, the CDC just said, hey, everybody should be wearing some kind of facial covering. Yeah. Public. And those dust masks are very uncomfortable. If you can imagine wearing those for eight hours and, and wearing a mask is certainly frustrating for eight hours, but this is as comfortable as it gets. Yeah. Anyway, that's amazing that you guys are we'll doing take it that. off for our recording, but yeah, I'm alone in the office. It's, um, it's one of those things now when I take my girls out for bike rides five days a week ago, even there's a couple people wearing masks. And honestly, I would say 75 to 80% of the people in our area now, when they go for walks, riding their bikes or doing whatever they're all trying wearing something on their face and most people like you said don't have access to uh, a product that is as comfortable as what that looked like on you yeah so we we might actually try selling them to the public but um you know that's the, the our our sauna you know sauna space sauna is is a portable tent style so yeah there's a big component of it that's sewn so we have a pretty sophisticated cut and sew facility and you know, most people don't sew, not professionally. Uh, no. And so we're, we're uniquely qualified to kind of shift a little bit of production to this. And we think yeah. it's a good thing. I mean, people need it. Uh, That's certainly, incredible. That's I don't incredible. think it's nearly as important as using the sauna every day, but yeah, you need both, you know, you need, you need to do as much as you can in both arenas. Absolutely. I can't wait to talk about some of these things about your sauna because it's just an incredible product. And you know, my family, we use this regularly at our house, especially when we're not uh, at the beach, you know, at the beach, we try to use the natural sunlight as much as mm -hmm. possible. Um, but when we're not at the beach, your product is one of the ones that we rely on. And I think that brings up a great starting point. <clears throat> Most people don't understand what light is. They think that if they have a light bulb in their house, it doesn't matter what kind of light bulb they're using, it's all the same. Um, and I don't think people realize that light comes from the same type of energy as the microwave, the radio waves, um, wow. that whole magnetic, um, the entire <clears throat> electromagnetic spectrum, really. Yeah. The spectrum. Can you, can you go into that a little bit for us? Yeah. Light. So light is technically is only visible. So, uh, the electromagnetic spectrum, uh, has is infinite. It basically starts to zero goes to infinity and the higher energy stuff is shorter wavelength higher frequency so it starts out at like gamma rays really high frequency really short wavelength and it goes then to x-ray uh ultraviolet and then you get this little tiny band the visible light and then you get past that and you're getting lower and lower in energy longer and longer in wavelength you get into what's called the infrared which we'll talk about a lot because it's, yeah. it's has an essential biological role um and then and then after infrared you get into like microwave and then you get into even longer wavelength radio wave so these are all different waves of light so light is this is quantum mechanical stuff but light 
is kind of a uh, it's it's a wave and it's a, a particle at the same time. And there's right. only this little tiny portion of this massive spectrum that's a, a fundamental aspect of our physics of our universe. There's only a small portion that we see with our eyes. And you know how humans are. We're very just ego driven. And we assume, well, if, if it ain't there and completely obvious to me, it's not, it's not affecting my biology. It's not a part, but it is, and it does. And so we have to understand uh, light in, in a more general sense, if we're talking not just about visible, light uh, is, is manifest in all things in our life. It's actually in our bodies too. Uh, the sun is the original light source kind of for the earth that nourishes all life on earth. Yeah. And it's a full spectrum light source. And that's what natural light is, is light that comes from something that's incandescent. In other words, it's, it's, it's the temperature of the emitter is so hot that it begins to emit light naturally. Right. And we know this from, from fire. So if you burn a, a, if you burn a, a log in the fire, it eventually starts glowing red. It's emitting light. Right, absolutely. Yeah. That's incandescence in the candle and the uh, tungsten filament that's in, you know, the thermalite bulbs that we use and all incandescent bulbs. The tungsten halogen bulb, the halogen bulb, people call it, is, is a specialized type of incandescent where the, the tungsten filament is surrounded by halogen gas that allows it to operate at a higher temperature. So it has a little bit different frequency. But all of these are all natural light and natural light is broad broadband it's broad spectrum it's pretty much all the wavelengths in a very natural predictable uh distribution of powers mm -hmm. if you look at the sun and what natural light is in terms of what we evolved under right about 43 percent is near infrared so the largest plurality of the entire emission there's very you know there's a there's a good chunk of red 15 or 20 percent but uh near infrared is the is the largest plurality yeah. Uh, and if you talk about things like far infrared, for example, which uh, is a type of sauna product out there, it's a type of emitter out there, that's only a small portion of sunlight. That's only like two or three percent. So um, there's a uh, natural light is, is where it's broad spectrum and you have a, uh, a predictable distribution of the wavelengths. So the sun, 43 percent near infrared, uh, the cooler the light source, the the more it shifts, more the more the curve flattens and it shifts into to uh, uh, longer wavelength, lower lower energy. So, for example, our, our tungsten filament only is about twenty five hundred Kelvin. Okay. You want to think about it in degrees, you know, uh, you know, twenty eight hundred degrees or something like that. The sun is about six thousand degrees. So the sun's about twice as hot as the filament inside of here, and and that means that uh, though the spectrums are close, this is a little bit shifted toward the red. That means there's, there's no ultraviolet coming out of this. And there's a very small amount of blue. And, we, and the, the red glass actually uh, serves to filter the blue. Okay. So this is very close to sunlight, except in terms of near-infrared, it's 39% near-infrared. So pretty close to that 43% match. Yeah. But in terms of blue and ultraviolet, there is none. Well, so I don't the think, difference between it and sunlight. I don't think many people have a problem getting blue light into their body these days. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So that's, that's what's, that's the issue today is like people say, well, how could this be better than sunlight? Well, it's not. Sunlight is the best, Yeah. but that requires that we have an ancestral relationship with sunlight being naked under the sun every day, exposed for hours, preferably in the morning and the evening, uh, living that natural cycle of, of sunrise and sunset and not having any artificial light exposure at all. And nobody lives like that. No. Uh, in so, fact, yeah. In fact, it, it's quite, quite odd nowadays 
what is our experience eight hours a day? It's underneath the uh, artificial uh, LED and fluorescent light, which is very, right. very, it's majority blue light. And so what's blue light and what's ultraviolet and what's the problem with those? Well, uh, ultraviolet's ionizing. People understand that, that ionizing radiation damages our DNA. Well, blue light is right next to ultraviolet on the spectrum. It's not quite ionizing, but it's still very high energy. It's so high energy that it causes the same kind of, it ends up causing the same mutagenic effect in the cells via a free radical formation pathways. Uh, mm. Very interesting. And, and that's why you yeah. see market responses to this. So it, you can buy blue blocker glasses. In the eyeglasses industry, it's called high energy visible light. That's what blue light is. So yeah. blue light is important to see things, but at the same time, it is definitely damaging. It's part of the killer wavelengths of sunlight. But what is sun giving it to you at the same time? It's giving you that big 43% near infrared. And we'll talk about that, but that's the, ma that's the magical band, including red, also near infrared, that stimulate mitochondrial healing in the body. An essential regenerative anti-aging uh, healing uh, system in every cell of the body, except red blood cells. So we, we, when we're out in the sun, the sun is simultaneously killing us and regenerating us. <laughs> Right. And if we can focus on morning and evening, we actually, the ratio of red and near infrared to blue UV is higher. So we can kind of maximize our exposures. Uh, for example, at sunset, at sunset, you know, that ancient practice of staring into the sun at sunset and watch, observing the sunset and how meditative it is. It's not just meditative. It's, it's physiologically, um, you know, it, it affects your physiolo physiology in a positive way. At the end of the day, why is, sun, why is uh, sunset red? Well, blue light is faster. It's higher frequency. It moves faster. So it comes from the sun faster. It gets to us faster. And then it ends faster. So at the end of the day, your body's kind of worn out because you've been getting pounded with blue and ultraviolet light all day. And the blue and ultraviolet light stimulus ends. But you still have like 20 or 30 minutes of this big red near-infrared only dose. And it kind of picks you up, regenerates you, gets you ready for sleep and all those wonderful things you would do ancestrally if you didn't have phones and TVs and all this artificial light after dark. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, can you explain to me, so you talked about incandescent bulbs. You know, most of us now, probably since 2010-ish and on, uh, it's, you can't really even find an incandescent bulb. It's very difficult. And now we're, most people are using LED bulbs. Now, what is going on with an LED bulb and what is different between that and an incandescent source? So incandescent sources, like I said before, produce light by heating, heating up to a certain temperature level and then incandescing, emitting light naturally. LEDs produce light in an entirely different fashion. An LED is basically a computer chip and you run electricity through the chip and you get a fluorescence. So you get light emission from the gas that's created by the charge particles with by the electricity running through the computer chip. So it's not incandescence at all. Um, and then, uh, so it's not produced in the same way at all. And how it looks spectrally is completely different. An LED, if we're talking about ge general home LEDs first, let's talk about those. Yeah. You get a big blue peak. So you get an extraordinary, unusually, artificially high percentage of blue. And then they add in a little phosphorescing compound. So you get a little yellow peak or a little red peak. So the light looks to the eyes to be yellow. Right. That tungsten look, but in fact, it's hiding this, this uh, uh, unhealthy, unnaturally high, or, or I say artificially high uh, percentage amount of blue. 
and the wavelength the distribution is really tight. So an LED, for example, in a, let's shift to therapeutic LEDs. Yeah. Like a red LED. A red LED is via the electricity is fluorescing and producing an, a, an incredibly high uh, wattage of a very narrow five to 10 nanometer band. So it's like this spike of light where incandescent light is the nice big bell curve, the long tail and in infrared. Yeah. And LED light is these like spikes. Gotcha. So it's very digital looking. If you, if you are familiar with graphs and, and looking at light spectra, it doesn't look natural on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very choppy and digital. It's stepwise. Whereas natural light is all the wavelengths in this natural distribution that's balanced right. and it's balanced to our biology as well. So not to say that, um, therapeutic LEDs are not effective. They are, but they're only giving you a small piece of what nature gives you. And certainly, yeah. and we'll talk, let's talk more about that, but it's, it's certainly, there's no sauna component to that either. No, so light therapy is, is really incredible, but it's only half of what we do at sauna space. Really. I think in terms of modern life and how toxic our lives are, how unnatural our, our lifestyles are, it's not enough to do light therapy. You know, we need that light component every day that we got in nature. We also need to do this sweating thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so it's just so, so key to do those both. And, and we found this just amazing magic sauce of doing them both together using this type of light source that's giving you that mitochondrial stimulation, the, the benefits of near infrared, but also is heating you up and activating. I mean, basically heating up the body in a sustained fashion is the most direct and immediate and powerful immune activation you could possibly do. Yeah. That's why our ancestors did it for thousands of years. How relevant is that to today where people are like, what can I do for my immune system? And we've been sitting here for years uh, and it's not just about viral infection or infectious disease. It's about boosting and uh, strengthening your immune system against all, all invaders, you know, of yeah, all well, they even, they even showed, you know, you're talking about the immune system and light. They even showed that when they ran out of, beds in the uh, hospital settings back with the Spanish flu that when they started having patients stuck outside because they didn't have rooms for them under the sunlight, those people actually uh, recovered much quicker than the people who were getting treated inside because they were getting the benefits of the light, the heat, everything else on their bodies. Uh, so there's many, uh, many situations where they've shown uh, using light and sunlight to heal conditions. Yeah. Like, like if you want, here's another little anecdote. Uh, the sort of nascent light therapy before electricity, what would they do? They would uh, put red stained glass on a window. And for lupus patients, people that had lupus vulgaris, people would die of this yeah. back in the day. I learned this from uh, Alexander Wunsch uh, presentation. He's a real famous light therapy researcher based in, in Germany. Uh, he's been on some podcasts out there. People can check him out. W-U-N-S-C-H, Alexander Wunsch. Yeah, I'll put them in the notes. Uh, really interesting. Anyway, it goes before before we had light bulbs, we were still doing light therapy. So people with dialysis, lupus vulgaris, very serious uh, disease. Um, and so you would put red stained glass in front of the window and put the lupus patient in front of the window. The red stained glass filters out, basically blocks the blue and ultraviolet light, letting in all the red near infrared. And they would 100% completely heal and cure lupus with light. Yeah. Like by controlling, understanding there's good, there's been regenerative light and there's this damaging light. And if we can select for one. So the, the concept of light therapy is goes back a long time. And I'll bring in another anecdote. 
Dr. Don Harvey yeah. Kellogg, Dr. Kellogg, Kellogg's cornflakes. So he also yeah. had, uh, he was a doctor. He had these very avant-garde sanitariums in Battle Creek, Michigan in the early 20th century. Um, the incandescent light bulb was invented in 1891, excuse me, 1887. Three years later in 1891, Dr. Kellogg saw these bulbs and was like, wait, let's make a sauna with these. There's something huh. special with this light. It's going to be better than a regular sauna. And he invented what he called the uh, electric incandescent light bath. And, he, and we're talking about 130 years ago. Right. It's amazing. And so in Battle Creek, Michigan, he ran like 50,000 people through the sauna, his, his incandescent light sauna, over a matter of years. Uh, so, and so, and, and he, he observed that with, and he has a protocol you can read about that he was able to heal almost every malady that he encountered with every invalid, you know, they called them invalids back in the day yeah. when you had a disease. So he was, he was successfully treating almost every chronic disease he could encounter. And uh, I mean, there you have it. You have 130 years of established safe use basically of, of this light technology in a sauna. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he didn't understand back then. We know now there's something special to this light. It's, it's mitochondria. You know, yeah, and, and that's awesome. That's what I want to get into now. And before I get into it, part of how I want to introduce this is towards sort of the middle or end of this podcast, I want to talk about all the benefits from a sport performance, from a healing perspective. But I think in order for all that to make sense, because one of the wonderful things which you just mentioned about uh, light is that it has the potential to heal the body in incredible ways at every component of the body. and that seems crazy to most people. How can one thing heal so many mm -hmm. uh, conditions, uh, wound healing, tumors, um, different organs, neurological system, but when you understand how it works from our limited understanding, mm -hmm. then it becomes much easier to understand how it can affect the body in a whole, uh, whole manner. So you brought up the mitochondria. So I'll let you go into it uh, because you're, this is your life and you understand it even more than I do. But it, I think when people understand how it affects the mitochondria, which is what produces all the ATP in our cells, which allows protein folding and everything else to occur in our body, lets our gene transcription, what genes are being transcribed, all of that is based on mitochondrial function and the electrons being pushed through the mitochondria. But can you explain how does light affect the mitochondria in a way that upregulates it? Right. Very interesting. So, uh, let's not get stuck in the weeds. Let's yeah. keep this really simple because this concept is really simple. We are, we are not biochemical uh, beings no. so much as we are photoelectric. We're quantum mechanical. If you go down to the deepest, most fundamental levels of cellular function to the atoms and to the enzymes and the interactions between the proteins, it's all elect electronic relationships. The blood-brain barrier is a voltage gate. Um, uh, the, 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 the way man-made radiation affects our biology is because it activates the voltage-gated calcium ion channels in every cell of the body. So what's up with the mitochondria? Well, the mitochondria has a, a, a protein on it called the cytochrome C that's a light receptor, very special one. It only absorbs red and near-infrared light. So it, the, the mitochondria has this light receptor protein. All you have to do is shine the correct wavelength of light with enough power level and not too much also. And you immediately get three direct 
effects on the mitochondria and indirectly those three actors work in concert, concert to produce the mitochondrial functions. And the mitochondrial functions lead to all the things that you were talking about. Um, there's over 5,000 studies on how near-infrared and red light uh, are being used to treat cellular, titular, and, and, and whole body disease dysfunction in, in pretty much every cell type, every tissue type in the body. So it's 5,000 studies. It's way too much to talk here. But if you look at it, yeah. you see, well, it seems to be aspecific. It seems to work in all the cells. It's helping everything. It's helping all, whether it's bone or kidneys or skin or, or neurological, you know, or, or you know, uh, improving brain function. And how can it do that? Well, it can do that because we have mitochondria in every cell of the body. So we know from high school biology, those of us who remember, hey, this is the, the battery power, you know, the, the, the power plant of the cell. It produces the energy. Well, it turns out it has its, it's a very sophisticated actor. It has its own DNA. It has its own energy production systems. It's actually an intelligent actor. And that was part of that relationship that started, you know, billions of years ago where this, this single cell organism met with the mitochondria and incorporated it and they worked together. It wasn't just, hey, Mr. Mitochondria, come inside my cell and I'll protect you. And in return, you make me some energy so I can, you know, do these higher functions. The relationship and the agreement, you know, uh, was much more sophisticated than that. It was, hey, come into my cell and, I'll, uh, and make me energy and repair me and fix me and make me work right. And I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you. And that's what it does. So the mitochondria is not just a powerhouse of the cell. We know from the mitochondrial functions, or, you know, the studies I'm referencing, the light therapy studies, that the mitochondria is used to basically fix everything in the cell. It has anti-aging effects, inflammatory reduction effects. It has, uh, you know, it has inc immediately increased energy effects. One of the three direct effects is ATP production is increased. Uh, the another direct effect is the nitric oxide is kicked out of the cell, so that causes vasodilation. It also gets the nitric oxide cycle rolling, which has an interesting implication for sauna because it's doing the same thing as a niacin supplement. Yes, that's interesting. Um, and, then, and then you have this thing called the reactive oxygen species that's produced. And the ROS has a bad, bad rap, uh, you know, in the media and also in the studies, but that's because uh, that's when it's induced by blue light, you know, right. and damaging light. It turns out if you use red and infrared light, the nitric oxide, ATP, and reactive oxygen species work together to uh, basically uh, uh, change the functioning, improve the, the functioning of the transcription process. So how the cell reads its blueprint and makes things and makes proteins. It's, who cares what's in the blueprint if you know, the home builders can't build the house? Absolutely. So the mitochondria is helping the cell to improve its... Uh, you know, the, how its house is built, as well as improving the functioning and the readability of the blueprints. That's what anti-aging is. Also right. called, you know, it's also uh, referred to as epigenetic repair. So the, the, the DNA, the blueprint of the body, the DNA in the heart of the cell is not just this sheet of paper or a newspaper you flip through. It's a very extremely complicated structure and the 3D architecture determines what's available for expression. And you have optimal expression and then as you get uh, exposed to poisons, oxidative stress and other things, the DNA architecture changes and it makes the protein manufacturing, the enzyme manufacturing work less optimally. And the proteins come out. And if you've ever seen a protein, Craig, on, uh, you know, in, a, in a model, it's like yeah. this really complicated thing with all these ribbons and tissue paper all wadded up. One misfold may mean it won't work that well. Right.
And so uh, it's very important to maintain the, the, the vitality of, of the DNA and, and how it's read. And so that anti-aging effect is really unique to the light. The sauna doesn't really have that effect on the DNA. The light does though. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so the, here we have a way where by merely exposing ourselves to the right wavelength of light at the right wattage, and I would say with, of the right light source, we can activate anti-aging, uh, like dramatic anti-aging and energy boosting and repair and regeneration in the cells. And that includes nerve cells, which conventionally people think are not, you can't regenerate them. Once you get damaged, once you get a traumatic brain injury, you're kind of, you're just stuck with it. And that, we find that's not the case. And so if you look at traumatic brain injury recovery studies, using near-infrared light, using red light, they're amazing. The reductions in, in, in ameliorations of neuropathies with folks with autoimmune, as well as folks recovering from stroke, heart attack, and other things, as well as uh, those with traumatic brain injury, uh, different, different uh, types, they're all getting really incredible improvement. And mm-hmm. conventional medicine says, well, after six months, you know, the, the damage you have due to your TBI, you're stuck with the rest of your life. And, and we're, we're seeing that that's not the case. If you understand that the cells are already in, uh, designed to heal themselves, but they need this natural stimulus that, you know, there's, we have an unlimited amount in nature. Right, absolutely. But, but we're absolutely, we're, we're basically choking ourselves inside, indoors. Yeah. Um, well, I think people oh. fail to appreciate when you're thinking about light or anywhere on the electromagnetic spectrum, the energy, energy is information, right? So we're, like you said earlier, we're beings of physics. And so for me, when I'm working with my athletes in an ideal setting, we would be doing our movement-based strategies in the morning or in the evening, barefoot on the beach, stacking the uh, earthing principles from the salt water, uh, the wet beach, we gain the natural sunlight, we'd be getting the movement to help our lymphatic system. Uh, and then we'd have the communal aspect of working with other people. So like in an ideal world, we'd be doing that. Yeah. Now that's not realistic for most people. So for me, I tried to use the technology that allows physics to be used in an artificial manner that most or best kind of mimics normal nature. So for me, like your uh, incandescent full spectrum products are an incredible way for me to, in essence, not use the sunlight when it's not available uh, on my clients. I use charging apparatus to change, uh, sort of mimic the grounding component, and then use very specific different frequencies that would mimic some of the frequencies and magnetic fields you get off the plants and different things in nature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, it's, you're interesting talking about- that, it's interesting that you mentioned that. So, uh, the way I, I completely agree with you, the, the way I would articulate it is that what we're trying to do in, in modern life with these tools, these health uh, tools that we have is to trick the body into thinking it's in that natural environment. Because if we do exactly. that, it, it just goes to town. It fixes itself incredibly, but it's, it's, it's a very multifactorial formula. There's a light component. Like you mentioned, there's a grounding component. Um, you know, uh, there's, um, and then there's a spatial component as well. And then there's all the stimulus issues, the bad stimulus issues that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the current government stimulus. I mean, <laughs> stimulus in general, stimuli in general. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's really something that it, it turns out we can trick the body. Yeah. And uh, for example, in our, our Faraday sauna. So we, we, we make a sauna with an upgrade that blocks out uh, RF radiation. So the high frequency stuff in the air. But it interestingly, it doesn't block out 
very long wavelength um, natural frequencies. For example, the Schumann frequency, the frequency of the earth, it's like 7.8 something hertz. 7.83 or something like that. Yeah. So that's actually getting into the sauna. Incredible. Uh, but the but these weird man-made uh, you know high frequency wavelengths were you know are substantially blocked. Yeah, and so it, it really is a a, um, a return to your ancestral environment, the product that we've developed, and that's really been my goal. Because what I found is the more we can perfectly recreate that ancestral environment, and, you know, for for me, for us, is in the sauna the more effective the actual therapy is and the more applicable it is to all these different disease types. Now I'm not a healthcare provider or not a doctor. Certainly I can't give any medical advice, but I have, uh, ma- I have made over 10,000 units now for a lot of people. And in the beginning of the company, I talked to tens of thousands of people probably over yeah. the years. And it seems like this is a, this is a, uh, uh, an experience that, uh, works almost for almost anybody and everybody who's willing to do the discipline. Yeah. And I, I'm not a salesy type of person, you know, really, I, I, in this day and age, it doesn't matter what song you use, you know, you need to use some kind of song. You sit there and sweat uh, for an incredibly amazing benefits that it has that are so manifold and they cover so many aspects of health that it's uh, you know, it's kind of a no brainer and, and, and also the light you could talk, uh, for a long time, hours and hours about uh, benefits of sauna therapy, benefits of light therapy. So clearly you want to do the two together and people are very limited in, in their, in their day and what they're going to do for their health. And I think, you know, for me, 20 minutes in, in my sauna, getting my dose of light is the best thing I can do in terms of active therapeutic investment. And the rest for me is the kind of lifestyle things and diet and how I live my, my day in, in my life. But it's not just, health that we're talking about it's absolutely performance enhancement yeah when you look at athletes and athletes are like look i'm at the top one percent i want to just get that thing that gives me the edge a little more hrv whatever it is uh it's important to step back and realize that the benefit you get from performance enhancement comes from improving your health you're improving your health holistically in all levels you get performance enhancement you can't just go for that and neglect all other aspects of your health that's why I think it's not important to uh, treat one disease or one, you know, uh, 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 sort of hone in on one performance enhancement, realize that this is improving everything in the body. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting. So I've been using your uh, Faraday sauna for quite a while now, and it's uh, my whole family loves it. My wife pretty much, I think she is probably an every other day user, um, about 20 minutes to start her day. And what's been fascinating for her, so like we, we just talked about energy being information, how this works for all cells in your body. We didn't even talk about the structure of the water, which I want to talk about in a minute. But her vision has improved since she started using the sauna, which <laughs> uh, is like reading or, her mind. What's or it? distance vision or what? Yeah. Or night vision? So, yeah. So she, uh, she really struggled before seeing anything over like 15 to 20 feet uh, clearly. And now her vision has come turned right around. So she's seeing very clearly. In fact, sometimes she forgets to put her glasses on and she's had glasses since she was a kid. Wow. Right. And so now her vision has changed so much. Now she also does, you know, she stacks everything. So she does a lot of grounding. She eats extremely well, but she was doing that before. And since she's added the sauna to it, her vision definitely has improved. So that's really. um, And and, and what are the, you know, what are the, 
what are the effects of that? You know, how does that change your quality of life professionally and, and uh, you know, just everything? It's yeah. uh, fascinating. That so, is fascinating. Yeah. So go back. I want to talk about water because what people forget, and I, I you know, I've got um, a podcast coming up with Dr. Pollock, and we're going to get really into this, and it's going to be great because I'll be able to talk to him a little yeah. bit about he's the best podcast. guy on earth for that it's for that topic yeah so you know he has shown that the water whether it's in our body or anywhere is structured so the water actually absorbs the light and uh, uses that light to change its properties so his book is called the fourth phase of waters his latest one he's actually working on another one now but in our body, what people forget is we are 99% water molecules. We're less by volume because proteins are huge, but by molecule, we're 99% water. Oh, that's a nice and, way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much we're water beings, physical, energetic water beings, right? Yeah. And the light, specifically in the infrared spectrum, has been shown to structure the water in a way that allows for increased uh, traveling of electrons through our body, which is energy, increased traveling of protons through our body. It allows the fluids in our body to move at a much higher uh, rate. And the cells, which are predominantly water, um, become structured. And when they're structured, that's what allows all the things that you talked about earlier from the benefits of the mitochondria. Um, one of the things that I think is really important for athletic um, performance is the ability for us to get rid of waste quicker, as well as nourish the cells with oxygen and nutrients and the energy that it needs. And what uh, some of the studies that have come out have shown, let's see if I can pull a couple of them up here. Uh, so one to two minutes of infrared light uh, prior to doing an exercise, which you know one to two minutes is very low. And that could be using your photon as an example, not actually in the sauna, mm -hmm. but the single photon light. Increase the repetitions by 27% that athletes were able to do. It decreased lactic acid production, which obviously makes sense because you're going to be upregulating your mitochondria. So you're not going to have to go into um, strict carb burning. You're going to be able to do it in a greater oxygenated environment. Uh, upregulating mitochondria function, uh, increasing the acetylcholine receptors on the muscle, and that's what allows muscles to contract. Uh, you have increased muscle growth and strength. Uh, increased development of muscle stem cells after four weeks of exposure to infrared, um, create more mitochondria following the exercise, decrease creatine kinase, which is a sign of muscle damage, uh, decrease fatigue scores when they use the sauna after exercise, and it's been shown to accelerate recovery, increase performance during training, decrease damage, and increase the strength and endurance gains. And that's from doing one to two minutes beforehand and then recovering in the sauna afterwards. Yeah. You know, those are, for me, working with high-level athletes, this is incredible because... Yeah, I mean, those are some bombs you just dropped there. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. So, for me, I have tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of technology in my house, right? Um, it's ridiculous how much we have. The one thing I use every, every day, personally, that I'm home is either your photon... Um, when I'm not using it, my plants are using it and the rate of growth. <laughs> I saw that. I crazy. Saw that. Since we started doing that, the change in how fast they grow is insane. What? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, or your sauna. Your sauna is our mainstay. Now we've talked about the benefits of light because most of these studies were specific to light, yeah. right? Not the sauna. 
Now the sauna component, the passive heating element of your system, right? Can you explain, we touched on a little bit, but what are some of the benefits of the passive heating? Because I think people mistake what happens to your body when you do active heating through exercise versus passive heating through like sun or the incandescent bulbs. Yeah, so it, it, it really has to do with the, the nervous gearing of the body. You have fight or flight and rest and digest, which more technically is called sympathetic dominance when you're stressed out and parasympathetic dominance when you're relaxed. Right. So rest and digest is, should more accurately be called rest and digest and heal. Right. And so what's the difference between running on the treadmill and being in the sauna? Both of them are actually sympathetic activities initially. In the sauna, your heart rate goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, you get increased uh, tissue oxygenation, increased blood flow, increased vasodilation, and your and your sympathetic your your nervous system gears up a little bit because it's responding to that heating of the body. But what's very different is uh, after the sauna session, as opposed to after the treadmill session, you can measure people's heart rate variability has this huge uh, heart rate variability increase after the sauna session. Yeah. And, and as you know, I, you know, anecdotally, just personally, after the sauna session, usually you feel relaxed. Yeah. You feel more I mean, centered. You feel more. For one sec. For those I'm who sorry? don't know, heart rate variability. So when you measure heart rate variability, you're looking at the differences in the beats of your heart. And for people who are stressed, there's no variability. Everything happens like almost like a metronome. So everything happens at the same beat all the time. And the, a lack of variability is a sign of a disease. So the more variability you have in between your heart rate, uh, heartbeat is the more relaxed and free your system is and the more access you have to change and healing. So just sorry to cut you off. Yeah, there. no, that's great. It's, it's, I like to think of it as uh, you know, a, a great marker and measure of your adaptability to your environment because it, the, it's, it's controlled by the vagus nerve. And so basically like how quickly can you shift into stress and relaxation you know the, the bear comes into your room and you could quickly respond yeah. but as soon as that environmental stress is gone your nervous system should drop right back down as quickly as possible and that change is the heart rate variability so the you know it's, it's specific to individuals but once you measure your baseline you can see the improvement and i do have an example i have an ultra marathon athlete anthony kunkel who's been using our product our faraday product really for like two years now and he has been wearing his aura ring the whole time and he can substantiate uh, th- that, that mega, that, that big boost in, our, in HRV right after the sauna session. He's got, that's a whole long story of how his, his performance has improved over time. It's amazing. But it also coincides with a new study. There's a study just, uh, I think it was like a year or two ago, I can send it to you after the show. Please do. Um, measuring heart rate variability after, during an, or basically measuring heart rate to, to try to measure heart, HRV during and after a sauna session. Uh, and it was dramatic. It obviously has this, even though you, you kind of get a little bit energized in the sauna while you're doing it and you're sweating and you're, 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 you get a little geared up, as soon as you get out, you end up being way more relaxed than before and you have a fundamental improvement in this adaptability marker we call HRV. And that's just, that's just a one biomarker that indicates to you you know, these thousand different things that are happening when you do sauna. Uh, uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry, someone's buzzing me. So 
you could go on hours and hours about the sauna. Let's just, let's just keep it really tight. Yeah. It, the most impressive study is the 20 year Laucanon study, 20 year study on Finnish males showed dramatic in- decreases in HRV, uh, excuse me, in uh, car- cardiac death, heart, heart disease and so forth. And what was interesting is the guys that did sauna five days a week versus the guys that did two days a week were living that much longer. Yeah. And, the, and they, they were like, at the end of the study, we don't know why exactly this is, this is, this is happening, but clearly not only is sauna making you live longer with decreased all-cause mortality, the more you do it, the, the, the proportionally greater benefit is to your health. So when we say reduces all-cause mortality, what we mean is when you, the more you use sauna, the less likely you are to die of all things. Yes. And, and, and how can you, what other tech, what other gadget could you have at home that you could say that about? Yeah. And uh, so, so that's really like, it, it helps with everything. And then if you look into the studies, you see really impressive human studies, uh, reductions in incidence of, of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's in reductions in stroke. I've, I've got a couple articles that have written about this, but these are studies usually on Scandinavian populations, but yeah. human studies. And, uh, and so clearly, clearly something is going on here that's really beneficial. And then if you look at human history, almost every human culture on earth has a sweat lodge tradition. The Irish had uh, saunas, the, the, the Japanese and Koreans have, have hot pool practices. I mean, there are so many saunas and, and then the traditional Native American sweat lodges as well as the sauna. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was really a part of our, our ancestral humans understood back then, even before man-made EMF, before man-made chemicals and all this stuff that this was an essential practice to keep our bodies cleansed and, and healthy. And so it's much more, so when we do sauna, it's much more than just detoxification. That's only about half of it. The other half of it is that the response, basically what's happening, let's go into the cell a little bit. Yeah. You heat up the cell for a number of minutes um, or by three degrees for a period of minutes. The cell begins to produce in response heat shock proteins. Heat shock proteins make cell detox more efficient. So that's why sauna helps you detox uh, just on on a baseline level. But there's a much more, I would say, much more crucial role even of heat shock proteins they correct and repair misfolded proteins in the body. So the proteins are the, and the enzymes are, are, you know, the line workers of the body are doing all the work and all the spots. And uh, it, like we mentioned earlier in the talk, if they have one misfold, they may not work quite as well, but they'll still work. Okay. You know, enzymes working, fitting together, lock and key, they'll still kind of fit and they're still kind of the, uh, 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 result in the biological effect you want, but eventually there's enough misfolds, that the proteins don't work at all. And then you start to get dysfunction in the cell and dysfunction in the tissues and, and then you get disease. Yeah. And so we know now though, that the heat shock proteins are like these little cellular repairmen. They're not just helping detox. They're going around and correcting these misfolded proteins and improving protein function. And I'll give you a, a direct anecdote um, to sauna and to um, um, insulin resistance. Okay. So, Obesity, everybody who has obesity has some insulin resistance issue. Probably ever, you know, Dr. Mercola says that all of us have some degree of insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is when the insulin, it's an enzyme, you know, it's this big protein, tries to go and to talk to the cell, it has to latch on to an insulin receptor protein hanging off the cell. And uh, the more this protein gets malformed over time and gets messed up, the, 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 uh, the, the worse the signaling becomes. 
Correct. When insulin signaling is, is decreased, you get insulin resistance. So what we know, what we see in a, a pretty recent study that sauna has been shown to reduce insulin resistance. And it, I think it's pretty clear that the cellular, what, what's going on at the cellular level is the heat shock protein is going out of the cell and it's fixing that insulin receptor protein. So here we have, uh, here we have this really simple ancestral practice of sitting passively and sweating, resulting in a correction of our hormonal system which is a very high level system. That's like the communication control system, the body, all the hormones. How could it be that just having that cellular effect, but doing it with the whole body will actually reduce insulin resistance for correct obesity, correct these other things. Well, it's doing that because it's, a, it's like the mitochondria. It's just this fundamental way for the body to cleanse itself and fix itself. Just, yeah, just it's fundamentally. And, it's, and again, heat shock protein response is, is occurring almost in every cell of the body if, if it can, but you need that sustained heat and I think we understand with, uh, the, you know, understanding the nervous system and the difference between the, the treadmill and the sauna, that it's ideally a passive heat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, you're kind of going over some of that stuff. So one of the couple of the articles that I was reading uh, about three or four weeks ago, and there one was, I don't know how I got onto this, but I was looking at cellulite. Someone was asking me about cellulite and, you know, no one can get rid of cellulite. Very popular concern. <laughs> yes. So, but they, this one found was the uh, combination of red and near infrared combined with uh, soft tissue work like massage to the area uh, decreased cellulite by 71%, um, which is the only thing I've ever seen to actually have a major impact on cellulite levels. Um, but it makes, it somewhat makes sense because when you go into a passive heating environment, like you said, you're in a kind of relaxed state once you get there. When you're relaxed, your body wants to heal and it'll allow your toxins to be released from your cells versus when you're exercising, if you dumped all the toxins into your body while you're exercising and then just shunt all that to the working tissues, that's a good way to overload your system in a negative way. But if yeah, you, I mean, can, you can think about it also like this, when you're running on the treadmill and you're in sympathetic dominance, all of your body's cellular energy is, and blood is pumping to the heart and lungs and muscles. Right. For locomotion. Locomotion is incredibly energy, de de incredibly demanding yeah. of energy. So where you sit in the sauna, you're pumping all this energy into the body with the light and with the heat and activating, and the body doesn't have any stress to, to respond to. So it, it says, oh my God, thank goodness, I can finally fix myself. Yeah, I'll regulate the kidneys. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the, 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 the cellulite thing is always really interesting. You've, are you from, have you ever heard of this little massage thing called the fascia blaster? I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I've never used it, but yeah. Well, it's well known in the fascia blaster community that uh, if you heat the tissue before, you know, applying the massage with the yeah. fascia blaster or just a regular massage, you get uh, increased reduction, you know, get uh, more reduction of cellulite than normal. But we also know that the, the near infrared light is beneficial for this. Red mm -hmm. light and, and near infrared have been shown to naturally boost our, our cells own collagen production. Right. Absolutely. And collagen is kind of like, it's kind of like a skeleton and a scaffolding that holds the fat in. So your skin, you know, it's part of how your skin looks smooth when that scaffolding that's holding the fat where it's supposed to be the, the normal fat that's under your skin, it breaks down. The fat kind of gets to bulge out and you get cellulite. Yeah. And so it's, it's crucial to understand that we, there's a role for light and for heat. Uh, and the improvement of that. And that's, uh, yeah, I, I think that's in, in tune with the theme here. 
Yeah. There's so much overlap of the light therapy benefits and the sauna benefits that uh, it's just, it's, it's a curious, it's a very, very curious thing. Yeah. It's really important to do them both. Well, and when you talk about collagen, so I, I, I didn't talk about that yet, but I wanted to because you talk about the scaffolding. Um, you know, the collagen is the matrix of all your connective tissue that literally connects your skin or wherever you want to start to every single cell in your body in a continuous manner, right? All the way through the cell, into the nucleus, into the DNA yeah. is one continuous coll collagen matrix, yeah. um, right? So when we talk about aging, and getting you know our bodies slowly breaking down athletes obviously constantly need to repair themselves because they're getting injured um and part of the ability to heal and get stronger from training is healing torn tissue that is it's, it's absolutely important to heal your collagen and when i talk to this woman down the street barb who's honestly a huge mentor for me she's 80 looks like she's 40 can still rock climb, do the splits, do handstands and cartwheels, and she's unbelievable. And I asked her, I said, what is the one thing that you wish that you would have taken care of earlier, even though she's incredible now? She said, I wish I would have known how to increase my collagen production when I was younger. And here we do, we have a way of doing that with this light, not only um, when you're talking about from a, from a cellular standpoint, but literally anti-aging, tissue repair, um, allowing communication, vibrational frequencies to go through your body in, in an instant communication network is all through collagen. And this is one way you can upregulate that almost instantly. Um, so I think that one part alone is worth doing the, the red light and sauna, you know? Yeah, I think, and in, in, in some people would say, well, that's superficial, who cares about, you know, collagen, you just care about your looks. And I don't think so. I think that all of us just wanna look and feel better. Yeah. And so there's a core, you know, we want to feel better inside because we want to be healthier, but we want to look better too. It turns out the two are totally related. Mm -hmm. The if, if you look at someone with bad skin complexion or skin issues, uh, it's a, a very obvious sign of toxicity. I mean, the skin is yeah. the first thing to, to reveal inner problems. And with our product, with, with sauna in general, but certainly my experience has been that that's the first thing that improves with people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely a window into your body to a certain degree. And, uh, and uh, just another example of, of one of the manifold benefits of light, of, of natural near-infrared light. And it's not all light, it's near-infrared. And, and let's distinguish, while we're talking about near-infrared light and red light, let's talk about the difference between, difference between those two. Yeah. The difference is really, they both stimulate the mitochondria. You know, certain wavelengths, a little bit more than others, but just let's keep it general. The real difference is tissue penetration, which brings in this concept of water. And you mentioned that we're all water. We're absolutely electromagnetic beings and, and quantum mechanical beings. And there's a water component to that too. Water is essential to all life. Uh, water has a essential role in determining what wavelengths of light get deep into our body. It's called the water absorption spectrum. And some kind of technical stuff, you can go to saunaspace.com and check it out. Look at uh, the, you can look at this though anywhere on Wikipedia. Water absorbs wavelengths of light differently. Water begins to absorb light at 980 nanometers, right in the middle of near infrared. So from the, from about a thousand nanometers to 1500, the lower end portion of near infrared, 
we're getting some water absorption, but it's only partial. Therefore, our penetration is really deep. So if you look at near infrared, uh, it's, it's, it's what's called the optical window of the human body. And it aligns up really closely with that absorption band in the mitochondria. And then if you look at what's coming from the sun, the biggest chunk of it is near infrared. So the biggest chunk of what we get every day from the sun is the same narrow band, this near infrared area that gets deepest into the body. And these are the same unique wavelengths in addition to red that, that uniquely stimulate mitochondrial functions and do all these amazing things that we want. But red doesn't go in deep because red is absorbed by hemoglobin and melanin substantially. So if you look at tissue penetration of red, it's, it's only getting in a little bit. More than far infrared, certainly, but not that deep. So if you're tr using red LEDs or, or just some kind of red-only light source uh, for, for light therapy, you're only treating the superficial aspects. Uh, if you want to get into the bones, which also have mitochondria, and they need this healing too, the only wavelengths of light shown to penetrate bone tissue are near-infrared. So it's a real big difference between the two, and that's why I kind of focus more on near-infrared than red, although they both do the same thing. The near-infrared wavelengths are the only ones that are getting deep into your kidneys and your gut and your knee of the regions of your body and mm -hmm. activate this crucial healing system. Also the skull. The bone, the bone tissue is very dense. It does block most light. Um, uh, you know, you need this near-infrared, though, to get in the middle of your brain, you know, the seat of your brain where your lower brain functions are, and and red light just doesn't get in deep. No. So it's important that we have that near infrared component. And furthermore, um, for me, it's a, it explains a little bit why that's the majority component, because it's really the more important than the red, although they certainly come together and they do the same thing. That, that, near, that red's not getting in deep. But to, uh, so a big difference between red and near infrared is red doesn't get in deep. But let's also just explain to people a little bit the difference between near infrared mid-infrared and far-infrared, and it has to do with water. It's really the interaction of water that, that is the best way to understand the difference between near, mid, and far-infrared. These are just arbitrary band divisions that you know, physicists designed. It's all the infrared band. It's all light. Mm -hmm. But really, the, the, it's more relevant. is not so much near, mid, and far, but which wavelengths stimulate the mitochondria? 700 to 1,000. So red and the, the higher-end portion of near-infrared. And then you have the lower end portion near infrared, 980 nanometers to 1500, where you're getting the heating. So those wavelengths are penetrating deep in the body and then getting partially absorbed by water and heating you radiantly. So it's a really efficient heat. That's why our sauna, you know, using an incandescent sauna, it just heats you up so fast. You're sweating so fast because it's heating you radiantly like the sun yeah. and not conductively like a hot air sauna would. But those wavelengths from 1,000 to 1,500, the latter half of near-infrared, are the deepest penetrating heating wavelengths. Not stimulated mitochondrial response, but they're heating you for that, all these heat, yeah. these benefits of heat. After 1,500, and again, we're mid-infrared is lower energy, longer wavelengths, so we're getting into the longer stuff. 1,500 to 3,000 nanometers is mid-infrared. This is also a big chunk of sunlight. This is like 35, you know, very close to near-infrared too, is, is mid-infrared. And that's substantially the wavelengths of sunlight and also uh, a big part of these wavelengths too that heat you in general. They're not penetrating as deep as near infrared because once you get to 1500 nanometers, water begins to absorb almost 100% of the wavelengths. Right. So the more you get into the lower energy infrared and you get closer to far infrared, the more strongly water absorbs the wavelengths 
and therefore uh, more uh, uh, it, it, it makes the penetration uh, more shallow. It makes its ability to get in deep um, worse. Yeah. So um, when you get to far infrared wavelengths at 3,000 nanometers and greater, which is what most people think uh, saunas are made of, is far infrared, these regular infrared saunas, those wavelengths are 100% absorbed by water. So they only get in a little bit. Right. So far infrared sauna is a lot like a wet sauna. Substantially really heating up the air hot. The air is heating you conductively, along with some far infrared wavelengths that get in about a centimeter or something. But you're essentially heating the body from the outside in, more of a conductive fashion. With this, as soon as you sit in front of one of these bulbs and your, your shirt's off, the, the average uh, near-infrared photon is getting you know, several inches in the body. So on average, you're immediately getting this heat immediately to the core organs without waiting for the air to heat you up. That's that's great information, actually. That really explained it well. And I got oh, and then and then and then uh, keep in mind too, mid infrared, far infrared, we don't have light receptors for them. There is no light. There, there is no light biology at all associated with far infrared. And and also one more thing to emphasize is the sunlight. The sunlight I mentioned before is only about two or three percent far infrared, and that's because as we as I just explained, water absorbs hundred percent of far infrared wavelengths. And there's a lot of water in the atmosphere. So the water in the atmosphere is absorbing almost all of the far infrared that comes from the sun. Uh, when you talk about the solar spectrum, you're referring to the wavelengths that actually release, reach the earth. Because the sun emits everything. Yeah. But most of that far infrared doesn't even get to earth. So evolutionarily, and this is a little bit of a stretch, but maybe evolutionarily there's an, ev there's an argument that because we didn't have the far infrared, we didn't develop, the mitochondria didn't develop a receptor for it. Where it developed a receptor for the most... Uh, ubiquitous form of light that was available, which was near infrared. Yeah. So far infrared, it's it's the nothing wrong with far infrared. It's just an inefficient way to heat biological tissue, and it has zero photobiological effect. Right. So if those are important to understand, there's nothing wrong with far infrared. But the benefits of far infrared in sauna, and we look at sauna studies in general, are due to heating up the body and the heat shock protein response, not due to a light therapy effect. Mm. and very I, different from near infrared very different i like that that's a great i'm really glad you uh, explained it that way i got uh, two cases so n equals one in both of them i'm talking about like light yeah uh, in depth so uh, one of my buddies uh who's a physician's dad had dementia or has dementia and he experimented with a few things protocols trying to figure out what can we do and the protocol that he stuck with and that's had the best result is multiple exposures per day um, using your photon directly to the head. Wow. Combined with uh, relatively high dosages of cannabinoids and uh, mm. molecular hydrogen. Mm. And the three of those combined have like literally made unbelievable changes to this person's life. They can now, uh, you can still tell there's something just a little bit off with their ability to compute sometimes, but they used to be on the sort of the far end. And now you can have regular conversations with them. They actually can read a book. They couldn't read a book before because they couldn't focus long enough. Uh, it's completely changed their life. Uh, and so the depth of the light penetrating into the brain, affecting the nervous system, all that was huge uh, combined with the other elements. And then the other one, which I found very interesting. So 
when I use uh, frequency specific microcurrent and we were doing experiments just on um, how well the patient perceives the current, because usually you can't really feel it. And when we turned on your photon, uh, specifically one of them was on uh, my partner's Achilles. When he turned on the photon, the amount that he actually could feel the current in his, in his ankle where his Achilles tear was substantially increased. And the combined effect of the current with the light was completely different than either one of them alone, as far as how fast his tissue responded and how he could then physically utilize that ankle. Um, so the combination of the two of them was, was a game changer wow. for him. Yeah, it's very powerful, very powerful. Um, can we talk, I know we, it's been long already, but I think one of the things that really separates your, your Faraday product from any other sauna uh, is the EMF. Yeah. electromagnetic fields and um you know that's it's starting to become much more common for people to be aware of the magnetic field exposure they're experiencing on a day-to-day -day level it's gonna go bonkers when they fully turn on this 5g but just from the wi-fi in their house their computers their fridges their just the exposure that people have now to uh emfs i feel like the last study i read it was something insane. Like since the mid eighties to now, the increased exposure, the increase in exposure to man-made EMFs was something like 1 trillion times, some crazy number compared yeah. to. Yeah. I've, I've heard a similar number yeah. like now versus a hundred years ago. Yeah. It's so, you know, you guys have in that product specifically that Faraday cage, you touched on it briefly. Now for people who don't know, so for me, sometimes I go into that sauna and I don't turn the sauna on. I use it as a quiet place and I'll go in there and read uh, if I've already used the sauna that day and I just want to kind of decompress because you also have grounding associated with that product. Correct. Right? So can Correct. you explain that component of it? Because we haven't touched on that. The grounding and the EMF. Yeah. Jeez, uh, let me see if I can fire up the meter real quick. Yeah. Basically, we have... Uh, so we talked about light. We talked, we, we called it electromagnetic spectrum, electromagnetic force, electromagnetic field, EMF. So you, you have this duality in nature where when you have a magnetic field, there's an electric field associated with it. But all of those are also light. So right. all the light from the sun, this full spectrum light we're talking about with all these benefits and, and certain frequencies and others, radio waves, microwaves, uh, the you know, the Wi-Fi, the, the 4G, LTE, the 5G, these are all just different types of electromagnetic fields and, and different frequencies, different wattages, but it's all light. Um, the thing is, our bodies are not adapted at all to man-made frequencies. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing is we're seeing more and more association with adverse biological effects. And those of you who want to dive deep, you can look at Dr. Martin Paul's work. Uh, it's a pretty... Uh, I would say irrefutably established that there is a biological effect from non-ionizing radiation. Yeah. And that's where the conventional world thinks, oh, there's no big deal here. The telecom industry measures biological effect by whether the wattage is high enough to heat, heat your cell. And so that's a very, that's not a very sensitive marker. The thing is uh, it's uh, the, 
voltage-gated calcium ion channels in the cells are 8 million times more sensitive to RF, to um, cell phone signal, than water is. And so, yeah, it's not an X-ray. Yeah, it's not ionizing radiation. Yes, it's a relatively tolerable wattage or whatever. I don't know if you could define it as tolerable, but it still has a biological effect that's significant. And it's yeah. cumulative. And now it's 24 hours a day. You mentioned all the sources. They're just everywhere. I think that cell phone is the worst because it's most ubiquitous. Yeah. But also you go into a big city and so you rent an apartment. And they're like 200 Wi-Fi signals going through your bed. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, so it's, actually talking about that. So the cell phone, right, with Pollock's work, to go back to him, he showed that when you put a cell phone next to um, fluid moving through, through, uh, through a channel, so whether it's your blood vessels, um, your lymphatics, when you put the cell phone there, the fluid stops moving. So it destructures the water. So yeah. <laughs> so fascinating. So, so natural light, sunlight structures water. And you mentioned far infrared at 3000 nanometers does it the best, but, and you'll go into it with Dr. Pollock a lot better than I'll ever be able to, but all wavelengths of sunlight structure water, some more significantly than others, but all do that. And I'll give you one, one more microcosm example of why it's so important to have light and heat together. There are these heat-gated ion channels in the cells. And uh, structured water uh, can sit on top of the gate and upregulate it. But the water has only, it only upregulates it when near-infrared light hits it. So check this out. We have a, a basic biological system that's controlled by heat. In order for it to work most optimally, it needs to have structured water on it. So first you need near-infrared light to hit the water next to it or a water molecule and structure it. And then that water molecule is in an active state and then it sits on the gate. And then because it's structured, that water molecule becomes a photobiomodulation chromophore. It becomes a light receptor that activates light biology. So once the water is structured by some near-infrared or other, infrared, you know, other light wavelength, yeah. then only then you need near-infrared light to hit it. When the near-infrared light hits the water, the structured water molecule on top of the, the uh, heat-gated ion channel, it opens it more and upregulates it. A very clear uh, cellular uh, example of how you need the light and the heat together, and ideally it would be from an incandescent light source, so you get that water structuring as well. And, and all the three are, are, are related. Uh, so fascinating. Um, but uh, to get back to the, the EMF stuff and, and kind of just dial it in, the stuff definitely affects you and you don't want it in your life, but you sure as heck don't want it in your sauna session where you're trying to heal. You're right. trying to have this therapeutic healing session. So what we've done is, is developed uh, pr product technology to protect you from it. And so I can show you real quick. This is uh, just a really sensitive grounded electric field meter. So with this, we're only going to measure electric fields from electricity. Yeah. So wired electricity, wired EMF meter. We're not measuring anything in the air. We're not measuring cell phone signal. So it's grounded. So the electrical potential is zero and I'm measuring a volts per meter. So I'm measuring a voltage difference. So with the saw, with any electrical device, you have electric fields that are coming off. But what we've done is we've created a, basically a grounded Faraday cage that surrounds the electrical device. And we use shielded wiring inside and a shielded cord. Everything is uh, shielded with metal so that there is nothing that actually comes out. That's incredible. That and if that. you stick it inside, you can see it's still there. 
Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. It's still there, but it's just trapped inside. So we're able to benefit from this amazing full, you know, this, this light that's coming out and not have to deal with the, this problematic sidecar, this, this, this byproduct of production of electricity. And so that's just what we've done with the light panel units, but we've then taken that to the next level and said, okay, uh, I'm not getting any EMF from the product, but what about the environmental EMF? And if you measure, this is also really fancy because it measures body voltage. So it's a probe for measuring sources of EMF of electric field, but I can also measure my body's own voltage. You see how high that is? Yeah. So those are electric fields from unshielded wiring, you know, on my computer desk. What device uh, are you using there? This is a, this is a GeoVitals near field meter. Uh, yeah. I can send you a link afterwards. Yeah. It's just really sensitive gold plated uh, sensors. So kind of expensive, but any, any electric field meter that's grounded with a ground cable that goes to the ground to the wall will give you a pretty sensitive reading. Anyway, um, so that's great, but I'm still being exposed to all this environmental EMF. So we've added two things to our sauna to protect you from it. The basic sauna without the RF blocking system is called the Luminati sauna. It's our basic sauna model. It has the shielding material built in underneath the bamboo mat. And it's connected electrically to the, the ground of the light panel with a hidden cable. And what that does is it, it makes it a grounding mat. But it's not like those bed sheet grounding things or those grounding pads that you put your wrists on when you're at the computer. I think, I personally think uh, that they misunderstand the, the concept of grounding. When you touch something that has elect electric fields coming through it, you become the neutral. And then all those electric fields are pumping through you going to ground, going to the lower electrical potential. And so if I measure my body voltage, when I'm touching a, a, a grounded piece of metal, I'll have an artificially low reading, but it's not like I'm not getting exposed to the electric fields. I still am. Right. They're just coursing through them, coming to neutral. So what I ideally want to do is ground myself without my body touching any of the groundable sources at all. So if you go into our sauna, you're not touching the metallic stainless steel material that's hidden under the bamboo. You're just close to it. And so why, what are we trying to do here? We're not trying to ground ourselves by connecting ourselves to electricity. What we're trying to do is earth. Mm -hmm. Grounding in terms of earthing, all that means is that you're reducing your body's voltage to a more natural level. And so this measurement I just measured you right now, my body's voltage, it's 1200 volts per meter standing here. That's extremely high. That's artificially high. When you go into the, use the same meter and go into the uh, Faraday sauna or even the Luminati sauna, you'll see this number drop immediately to zero. And that's because it's basically acting like a moat in a castle. The, this big uh, grounded material, at least in the Luminati sauna or the mat or in the Faraday all around you, is trapping the electric fields that are coming in and draining them out and preventing them to get to you. And when you're no longer exposed to the environmental electric fields, your body's voltage naturally drops to a really natural low level. It's, the same, it's really the same exact effect you get when you walk on earth uh, right. for 15 minutes barefoot. But in this case, we're doing it in, the, in our high EMF, you know, in our apartment in the middle yeah. of the city that's high EMF with all this RF around us. So uh, it's the same material we use in the mat that we use in the RF enclosure that is the Faraday. The only difference is the material is really expensive. So it's, it's, a, it's a bit of an upgrade 
to buy the liner system that goes all around the five walls and then a replacement curtain for the top. So that's an optional upgrade. Yeah. But why is that important? Only with a six-sided protective system that's grounded do you get a true Faraday cage. Yeah. You get a, a Faraday cage is named after uh, Mr. Faraday. Uh, it's, it's basically a volume that electric fields don't go in or out of. And so when you're in the Faraday sauna that we've uniquely developed, a, you know, um, basically RF protection while you're doing your sauna session, you don't have this 24 hour stress on your body. You enter in there and all of a sudden you're free, you've escaped and yeah. your body's like, Oh my God. So certainly do, uh, removing that, that stress, that environmental stress from the scenario results in a more effective therapy to what extent and how much can I quantify that? I have no idea, mm -hmm. but I've been using the incandescent sauna probably more than anybody else. Um, you know, uh, in, in general, and I've used it from the beginning, my really bricolage basic setup with plastic plumbing pipe to what I use today. Now, certainly the Faraday is what I have at home. Um, we, I, it took me a minute to realize it. And then all of a sudden I went, Oh my God, this is definitely different in the Faraday. When you have that protection, it's just, I was sweating faster. I was more calm and more zone faster. And with the Luminati sauna without the RF protection, quite often I have a desire to read in the sauna, yeah. occupy my brain, you know, and that's not ideal. Ideally yeah. we uh, try to, uh, you know, either do a concentration exercise or do, or, you know, go towards true meditation. But it's so it's super easy to grab that book, right? And just kind of pa pass through the time. So in the Faraday sauna, my experience has been very, uh, very Zen. It's, uh, I find myself setting the book down and just wanting to be there. And it has that feeling that you used to get when you went camping out in nature and you couldn't get a cell phone signal. There's just nobody and you didn't have your car or anything that, that just ah moment of, of being back where things were natural before all this right. artificial stuff. And we've recreated that in the Faraday sauna. And so it's, 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 it's a, it's a measurable protection. You can measure it empirically with meters that you're, this electric field and the RF in the air are no longer influencing you. And I think you can feel it. Yeah, there's no question. So now imagine, I'm thinking, if I'm living in a city, for example, say I'm in New York, I'm in Toronto, I'm in Chicago, wherever, I'm living in a condo. Like you said, you have hundreds potentially of different Wi-Fi signals coming in at you. You're getting almost no sun. I did, um, I'm doing a chapter for Dr. Tennant's book right now. And I was talking about, you're living in the shadows of these buildings. So you're getting almost no sun at any time of the day, depending on where you are in the city. You're getting insane amounts of EMF exposure at all times, especially when you're in your place. Artificial blue light. Uh, artificial blue light, no grounding. There's people in New York City who may never have contacted nature in their life. <laughs> crazy to think about, but it's real. Like the playgrounds are, are cement. Uh, they're wearing shoes. Like they're, they're, it's very hard to find nature unless you look for it, right? So now you have an ability to put up your Faraday cage, Faraday sauna inside their condo where they potentially have the benefits of the grounding, the light, the heating aspect. They have a way to get out of the EMF exposure. So from one product, you can get a tremendous number of benefits for someone who's living in that environment. Everyone could benefit. But for me, in my head, if I lived in that kind of environment, this is like a no brainer right here. Yeah, it's, I, I think uh, for the, the single space you go into and for a single 20 minute session, uh, we've created this, this multifactorial therapy 
that is tricking the body into thinking it's in its natural environment better than any other thing that's out there. You have mm -hmm. the light therapy, the heat therapy, the grounding effect, uh, the the protection from the the all the EMF with the Faraday system. I wouldn't even call that a sensory deprivation therapy. Right. Uh, also, when you go inside there, you don't have any, not just uh, it, that artificial light component. You know, you have a lot of saunas that have glass doors. And so you can watch your kids like stressing you out, you know, yeah. out there and, and people running around. That's not what you want in the sauna. You want, you want isolation. And so our type of sauna, we've is specifically designed to, to be more tribal, but also to block you out. So it's a curtain. There's no, yeah. uh, so you want to get rid of the artificial, um, the artificial light exposure. And then of course with the EMF protection, you get rid of the EMF, artificial EMF exposure. And for people who live in New York city and places like that, it's probably the only time they've ever been, without, yeah. um, you know, man-made, all these different man-made stresses on their body. It's actually crazy to think about what you think when you get into it. And I've, I've actually taken my device into, uh, into the sauna and 100% goes to zero. So that was, that was pretty cool to do that. Um, I just want to kind of recap here. So yeah. I'm an athlete, okay? I come in, I've got a couple different options. I've got your proton, or photon, sorry, photon. I've got your full sauna. Now, in our in our training facility at the vault, what we do is we have the photon set up so that people in between sets, prior to doing sets or after sets, they can jump in, get the photon put on the tissues that they're gonna be working. Um, because of the information I gave you with upregulating uh, the endurance capacity of a training and as well as the ability to create force. Yeah. So they do that, then they jump back onto the photon in between to recover. Uh, and increase the lymphatic fluid um, circulation, the capillary circulation, all the, there's so many benefits. Then we have your Faraday in there so that when they're done their session, they can jump into that and recover. So right. we're using it for that. So you got strength increases, endurance increases, um, recovery benefits, decreased soreness, decreased uh, fatigue, improved mental cognition, uh, improvements in the, neurological uh, healing. It's like I, 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 I really, I really think we should emphasize here at the end uh, that improved cognitive functioning piece. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. coming from light therapy. Also, very absolutely coming from heat therapy. You know, yeah. you look at a lot of studies, Dr. Ronna Patrick studies, other studies, uh, and that's a that's that that's that boost that if you're at the top one percent, you're already taking care of yourself. That's one of the only things that's I think gives you a noticeable increase in your already amazing performance that you have, you know, at a top 1% athlete. Uh, I think we're talking about responsiveness of the nervous system, but also decisiveness and reactivity and, and kind of, uh, you know, just awareness that they, they, all the aspects of improved cognitive functioning. So you're fixing uh, how each cell works, each, each nerve cell, but you're also improving overall nervous system functioning. So you're regenerating the nerve cells and you're improving their communication. And there are, there are sauna, uh, there, are, there are effects due to sauna and there are effects due to light. And for me, I mean, I had, I had issues back in the day, but that's kind of my story is I had some adrenal fatigue issues and insomnia and mind racing. I had acne, I had low energy levels, but I didn't consider myself to be a sufferer of chronic disease or something like that. Uh, and I responded so well, and that was this, the inspiration for the formation of sauna space and kind of got me where I am today. But I've been using it for, for years now, many years. And the only thing that I notice 
that's continues to improve year after year, other than basic stuff like skin and energy levels is the, is the, is the cognitive functioning aspect. Mm-hmm. I can tell if I take a morning and I don't do sauna, I just, I have a little, I have like 10% less. I'm not quite at a hundred percent. If I do sauna, Faraday sauna in the morning and then do a butter coffee, you know, a fat coffee after that and keep it, keep it carb free. I just have um, explosive levels of energy, like in a good way. And I'm just, and you're just decisive and you're, you're all, you're, you, ha- you, you have that flow state that you're in. Yeah. Um, and I can tell, uh, I can, I can, uh, consciously tell when I haven't done a sauna session in the morning. Yeah. So it's bad. not like you use it for six months and it gets a little bit better and you get your gain and then you move on. It continually, um, sustains you and improves right. you. And that, well, that, includes, that, that mental aspect, that's the, I mean, we all want that, but the, but the athletes, they need that the most in terms of achieving the goals that their, their, their salary depends on. Yeah, no question. And, and but to me also the improved cognitive function, it's not just reactivity and athletic stuff. It's mood, it's viewpoints, perspective. It's, there's also a spiritual component to it. I think, you know, your, your ability to connect with others and connect with the greater whatever out there. Um, you are, you're more sensitive and mm-hmm. you can be, you know, that, that makes you stronger and, and, and better for the people around you, whether it's personal or professional. And that's something that it's crucial. Uh, you know, the, the brain making our nervous system, and our brains work is our brains are what differentiates all, you know, humans from all their animals. Yeah. And in an information techno uh, society, you know, our modern, our modern society, your, your brain skills are your most valuable skills. Yeah, I would agree. Have you read um, The End of Alzheimer's, that book? I haven't. It's great. It's, a, it's an incredible book. Um, and it's the authors of that book. They've been researching Alzheimer's for 30 years. I believe at UCLA is where they're out of. But, um, you know, that one of the main things they talk about is the, the development of the proteins tying up the nervous system, in essence, in the brain is actually a response that your body wants to do. The problem is because of all our toxins that we have in our body and the chronic inflammation we're in, it just goes out of control. And the, the heat and the light that, of a product like yours actually benefits the detox, the anti-inflammatory component, um, and then helps your body utilize energy more efficiently. So it actually covers a lot of the basis of why we develop Alzheimer's in the first place. So like when you're talking about the cognitive component of it, that's like, I think you're seeing the short-term response that prevents the negative long-term effects of why I think, what's the numbers? Like one in three of us uh, of North American society are projected to have some sort of dementia over the next 30 years. I just heard on the radio yesterday, actually 40% of people over the age of 85, right? Have some form of dementia, which is every, you know, half one and two. Yeah. And that's all lifestyle factors. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. Hack it with something, a product like this. It just makes sense to me. So, you know, for me, if I'm an athlete or a non-athlete, as I said, I have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of technology in my house. This is the one we go to all the time. Like I use a lot of my technologies, but this one is the one that all my family loves and my plants love. Uh, so I'm which grateful is, to hear that. Very, very cool. So can you just, to wrap up, just let people know, uh, one, where they can look for you online. Again, like I said, I'm going to get a coupon code off you to put in the show notes uh, so you can find that. But where can they find you online and also social media? Yeah, on, on social, it's all at Sauna Space. 
and the website is sauna.space. For those of you that who find that too confusing, you can go to saunaspace.com and it'll take you to sauna.space. But on, on saunaspace.com, on our website, I've written a, a, a number of kind of in-depth articles for those of you who like to read the research. I have a, a, a humble research archive that has a, a, you know, some samples of the thousands of studies that are related to light and heat therapy and other, uh, other recordings too, uh, where we dive into different topics that I've done also on YouTube. I mean, if you just Google Brian Richards, YouTube, uh, a lot of stuff on, uh, on this that you can learn from as far as the products, they're all handmade in my shop. It's right behind me. Um, the shift, they still working for another hour today, but it's all handcrafted here in Columbia, Missouri in the Amazing. Midwest. So it's a USA made product and it's really, uh, it's what I wanted for myself 60 years ago. And it, it, it blows my mind that it's been six or seven years now, but we, I started this at my house and now I've got 28 employees and we can't make them fast enough, I guess, uh, no matter how fast we make it. But it's really because it's, it's a more accessible sauna product. It's more tolerable, especially for people with physiological uh, um, issues and, 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 and uh, autoimmune issues and things like that, where they're just more sensitive, but it's also a portable product. So it's like a tent and you just, you can pop it up and have it, use it all, all year long or, or take it out, throw it in the closet in the summer. If you don't want it in the way, you can let your friend borrow it. And uh, you know, we, we've talked before about you know, some of the, 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 the goals of the design is just to keep it really minimalist, um, kind of trick your body to going back to nature. And, and that's really what it, what it does. And for those of you who think that this is a wild and crazy idea, um, we offer a hundred day product trial. So you can just try it out for a hundred days. And if you think it's not working for you, you'd rather have a different sauna, you return it. No big deal. I can right? vouch that. I'm glad you have that, but I can vouch that people, if they try it, they're not going to return it. <laughs> it's just an essential, such an essential tool. And especially now with, uh, a lot of awareness on infectious disease issues. Hey man, number one way to directly immediately activate your immune system is a sustained heat shock. Mm -hmm. That's why your body creates a fever response when you have an influenza infection. We're leveraging the body's own built-in immune uh, defense systems. I mean, it's just, it's just simple and as clear as that. It's not about the hot heat killing the virus. So don't, don't, uh, don't buy into that straw man argument. It's not like you breathe in the hot air of the sauna and it kills a virus in the body. What the sauna is doing is it's activating your body's immune system and the immune system is killing the virus. Yeah. So it's indirectly doing that, but it's absolutely like one of the most powerful things you could do to keep yourself safe. And, and then if you do get exposed to uh, expedite your recovery. Yeah. It's amazing. I really appreciate uh, you coming on here, explaining this to everyone. Cause I think, uh, just the concept of energy, light energy, the heat component, how it's affecting our body. It's something that so many of us are missing, are, are not understanding. And I, I really think you brought a lot of clarity to it today. So I think yeah, well, thank you for having me on. You know, it's really easy to get lost in the weeds of this. And uh, I think it's important people to not get just too focused on one aspect, like, oh, I need to take more vitamin C. You know, I really, I got to work out a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it's not one or two things. You want to hit all the things. And if you don't have any time for anything, you'd be better off doing a 20 minute sauna space session. I agree. And then if you have more time on top of that, you can add an exercise, add in other things. But uh, if you're, if you got autoimmune issues and skin issues and you're all worn out and you're, you know, overweight and you, you have uh, depression or, or negativity issues, I mean, what could be easier than sitting on your lazy butt in your house in the private privacy of your home 
and doing this therapy that's actually quite enjoyable. It's not claustrophobic inside. It's very, very um, kind of the womb of nature inside. It feels very calming. I'm going to make one more comment, actually, that you just brought up. You talked about supplements. So here's how I look at it. <clears throat> Humans develop meters, right? Like the measurement of meters. And so we think that whether it's 720 nanometers and then there's 721 nanometers, right? So we think, oh, it's it, because we're at 720, we're covering that, you know, that part of the spectrum. But that specific wavelength is a human derived measurement. There's 720.8, 720.81, There's all these that your product covers, right? So I look at a lot of, you know, if I'm gonna go and have a short little trip that, you know, maybe I can't carry one of your products, I'll supplement with an LED product, right? That's easy for me to travel with. Sure. Like if I'm just going up the road, I'm on my bike or something and I just need it for something. But it's very easy, one, to overdose on supplements. And two, you're undernourished because you're just getting a small spectrum. Like nature packs 1,200 phytonutrients in an apple because they all work together, right? All the wavelengths of light work together, just like all the nutrients in an apple. But some taking a supplement of light, which is like a wavelength from an LED as an example, it's good. And sometimes it's beneficial, but it's not the meal. It's not the full... Yeah, it's like synthetic vitamin C powder right. versus the orange. It, 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 that powder can work and it's effective, but it's also like the, 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 like a cold laser, yeah. a 732 nanometer cold near infrared laser. It's used for uh, pretty effectively for like pain relief and joints and stuff, but it's just a little bit and it's real quick and it's taking care of that little thing. But you've got this, all the trillions of cells around this whole body that need a uh, more holistic dose yeah. Well, and plus, we 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 can only talk about what people have measured, the effects of light that has been measured in studies, right? We don't appreciate probably an incredible number of photoreceptors throughout our body that just people haven't studied yet. Oh, uh, we're scratching the surface, right? Just, uh, just barely. You know, your your next uh, recording with Dr. Pollock, I'm sure, will be fascinating. You know, the 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 interact the, the the role of the structured water and, and this gel state of water in the body and how crucial it is to our our biology and how you don't need to structure by structured water you can structure the water inside your body by sitting in a sauna space exactly and actually end the sauna session more hydrated than when you started which is really trippy to think about but you're making the by structuring water you're making it more bioavailable yeah. so it's not just about clean water everybody's like you know, we're, we're obsessed with getting chemical free water that's purified, but if it's bulk water, that's not structured, it's dead. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about it, not having mercury and chemicals and, and uh, all these junk in the water. You also have to put the water back into its biologically active state or it's, it's not very effective. And, and the hundred percent of the mitochondria and the, 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 the water and the mitochondria are structured. And there's that whole, I mean, you'll talk about it more with him, but there's, it's a whole new understanding of our biology that it's we're not mechanical. We don't have all these mechanical pumps. The NTP or the 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 sodium potassium pump, it has to do with structured water and electromagnetic voltage gradients. The blood flows down the arteries based on voltage differences. It's not a mechanical pump. People need to get it out of their minds that we're chemical. We're we're electric. We're we're beings of light. And so, recovery um, through physics. You know, it just it's it's such a crude approach to use chemicals. Pharma, you know, I'm thinking pharmaceuticals Absolutely, to, to induce changes in the body. It's like, it's like you've got, you know, the stick and you're balancing it 
and you know, I can't balance very well, but you take one drug and it goes like this and then you have to take another drug, but then it tilts you this way and then you kind of respond this way and yeah. it gets you way out of balance and eventually you fall and get disease. And, and uh, instead of using these chemical approaches, there's much more of a, a nuanced fundamental approach of correcting the light, collecting electronics yeah. in the body. Yeah, so, it, so one of the companies I'm involved with is called uh, Luminos, Luminos Energy. So they're a physics-based company for healing, right? And the CEO of the company is actually a chemical engineer. But what he says is that uh, chemistry is just sloppy physics. And so if you can deal with <laughs> physics, the yeah. chemistry comes together, you know? So yeah, interesting. Stuff, right? Yeah, man, I really appreciate it, Brian. This was, uh, this was amazing and, and it fits in perfectly with some of the podcasts I got coming up. I can't wait to like reference some of the stuff we talked about with some of the other guests I've got coming up. Uh, I'll have all this info in the show notes. And if you have anything that you want me to specifically specifically highlight or link to in the show notes, uh, feel free to send it to me and I'll make sure we have all of the contact info in there as well. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try to hook you up with some of those studies. And certainly if anybody's interested in checking us out further, it's sauna.space. Um, um, easily found on the internet. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. Cheers. Achieve Depth Radio is brought to you by InDepthOils.com. InDepth Oils Full Spectrum FDA Approved Organic Hemp CBD Oil. InDepth Oils are grown on fertile land that has never been used for any agriculture and is therefore clean, has no pesticides or other poisons. Employees hand plant the seeds, hand pick the weeds, and hand harvest the flower. We have a natural spring running through the farm that is fed by glacier melt up in the Colorado Rockies. And this exceptional water is the only water used on the farm to maximize the purity and quality of each and every drop that goes into all in-depth oil products. They truly may be the most pure and unprocessed oils on the market. Our plants experience the maximum love and in turn, they provide only the highest quality to our customers. Up until now, in-depth oils full spectrum CBD oil was only available to professional athletes who trust and use these oils to boost their immune system, speed up their recovery, and maximize their performance. We have now released our small batch craft oils to the public, so you too can take advantage of the in-depth oil quality. Friends of Achieve Depth Radio Podcast save 15% off their purchase using coupon code RADIO15 at checkout. So head over to indepthoils.com and in the coupon code box, all lowercase letters, no spaces, R-A-D-I-O-1-5. That's Radio 15 to save 15% on your total order. Achieve Depth Radio is also brought to you by TheVaultPerformance.com. The Vault is a performance and training center in Orlando, Florida that caters to professional and high-level amateur athletes competing in such sports as Major League Baseball, the PGA and LPGA Tours, the NBA and NFL. Dr. Brennan McLaughlin, Dr. Atai Varley, Luke Mackey of Golf Australia and the Victoria Institute of Sport, and I, Dr. Craig Davies, have brought the expertise and experience our professional and amateur athletes receive at The Vault Performance online to thevaultperformance.com. We're going to put our entire exercise library onto this platform where you can handpick to build your own daily fitness program. Whether you want a body weight only, band only, dumbbell or even barbell only program or any combination of these you can click a few buttons and have your own program designed in minutes that you can use right at home if you want you can also select one of our professionally designed workouts and be into your workout within seconds 
we will constantly update the exercise library and also add in special interviews and podcasts with celebrity trainers, athletes, and other experts on health, fitness, nutrition, and training. So go to thevaultperformance.com and select pre-sale and use coupon code RADIO999. That is RADIO999, all lowercase, no spaces, to get your monthly membership for only $9.99 a month and have access to all the exercises, the ability to build your own training program, or use one of the programs designed by one of our world-class training experts. That's thevaultperformance.com, the next generation in at-home training.